Hey, what's going down, everybody? It's your boy, Miss Soul Effect, or Charlie for RB Soul Effect TV. This is the podcast we hear interviews from legendary artists, stories of iconic artists' legacies, as well as their albums and more. So, with it being said, make sure you guys follow RB Soul Effect TV on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure you guys follow our podcast on AHA Radio and Anchor. So, on that note, we out here. Peace. Hey, what's going down, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. Soul Effect, with Shia Lee for RB Soul Effect TV. This is episode 13. And this topic we're here is talking about RB from back in the day versus RB now. Now, I'm going to say this. Before I get to the talk about the new school talent, I'm going to mention the old school talent. Janet Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, James Brown, Whitney Houston, Earth with a Fire. The Isley Brothers, Slide the Family Stone, The Temptations, uh, you know, Marvin Gaye, the list goes on. You know, these pioneers that I mentioned, half of their albums is wrecked in all-time greats to be listed by the Rolling Stone magazine, Billboard.com. Some of the albums and singles has been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because one, not only they could sing, but they had great talent. That's what makes their career so iconic because of what they brought to the table during those particular times during the prime of their career. Now, as far as the new school artists of today, the sad part about about is all about, you know, they, they go for the looks. They never, you know, and, and the bad part about it, half these new school artists, they got on talent. And some of them can't, you know, sing, you know, a good note, like how some of the artists were back in the day. Now, I'm going to give you a prime example. Look at Summer Walker. Look at Queen Naja. Uh, look at half of the population of these new school artists. I'm telling you right now, when it's all said and done, their albums would never be listed and one of the greatest albums to change the culture of music. Because the sad part about it is this, that music always sounds the same. Because what I like about back in those days, every album was different. You know, that's what that's what kept the artists interested. Like, the albums that Steve Wonder put out was different. The albums that Janet Jackson put out was different. The albums that Michael Jackson put out was different. The albums that, you know, uh, Earth with the Fire put out was different. You know, and so many more. It's like, you got to be different. You got to be creative. Be- because if you keep putting out the same type of music, you know, it's like there's, you know, saying like there's no substance, no filter in that to really even want to listen to songs that sound like trash. Now, I'm not putting them down. I'm just, I'm just using them as a prime example because the bad part about when it's all said and done, fans not going to be talking about them like that. They're not going to be up there with the greats and stuff. Because I give you a proper example. Look at Lizzo. No matter how talented that sister is, she has a problem. Because the bad part about it, here she is twerking, you know, doing all these little shenanigans and antics and stuff. She has overshadowed her music career because it doesn't matter how good her music is, she should always understand that when, when her career is said and done, that people will go about her antics and they do her music. They don't care how to, you know, put up some dents in her brand of her, of her artist name, as well as her career. You know, it, it is sad how 
that's one of the reasons why these artists is up today, you know, it's all over the place because they you know for the, the shenanigans they like they post on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, just all over the place and stuff. That's why I say happy artists definitely to get some serious help. <laughs> Real talk. But uh, you know, plus on top of that, you know, when when I see artists, you know, like Teddy Pendergrass, Alexander O'Neill, People Bryson, uh, Billy Ocean, Nita Baker, uh, After Seven, High Five, New Edition, and, you know, and so forth, you know, their music, you know, is timeless. It's like, you know, you know, you know, it's like what makes them so dope is that not only, not only they had, you know, the good producers, the good writers that these artists could sing, plus they had talent. And talent, having music talent you can sing to, definitely sells. But it's sad how artists can't even hold it on to save their lives, you know, and, and they wonder why they wonder why their songs never become so iconic because they keep putting out the same bullshit and stuff, you know, because like we look at, we, you looking at labels like Def Jam, Atlantic Records, RCA, uh, and so forth, you know, these labels, they had the same similar type of art. It's like everybody do the same thing. That's bad, man, because what makes it so bad here it is, you got independent artists, they got real RB music, and the bad part about it is overlooked. I get it because, you know, the budget and everything, but at the same time, too, you know, there's a lot of talented artists that been a fan of old school music that's trying to keep that tradition style, you know, going. And it's sad that it's overlooked because of the BS we got here now. And true enough, these labels, yeah, ain't number 360 contracts. No lie. It ain't like what it was back in the day where you had a choice but to pay your artists. Now these days, you know, everybody got 360 deals. I don't care what nobody says. Half these artists got messed up contracts. No lie. But anyway, like I said, you know, the new school artists of today, when it's all said and done, ain't nobody going to be talking about them like that. They're not, they're, they're, you know, so like, you know, half of them is not going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or, or get any type of accolade award because, uh, you know, like, for one, there's no, you know, the bad part about it, their, their whole music direction, you know, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's not even funny. But like I said, you know, uh, shouts to all the legendary icons that, you know, took music where it needed to be. Because see, back in those days, you know, you know, music had a message to it. And because the songs you relate to by relationships, life, uh, you know, loving who you are as a person. I mean, you know, straight up. Because one thing about Army music in those days from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and early mid 2000s, that songs had a feeling to it. Because you can tell when a song is good when the artist puts all their passion and their soul into it. And you can feel the spirit of an artist's voice to be like, man, you know, the way this artist sound, oh my God, you know, they did a hell of a job. So, yeah, real talk. But with that being said, uh, R&B is not dead. It has a new car, it has a new wave of real army music just the point of people scared to open that door because they think they're running too trash you know so like i said you know army music will always live on no matter no matter 
you know, what's going on in the world, it would always stay in the test of time thanks to all the grace that kept R&B hot. You know, and, and kept things uh, steep rolling. No matter, no matter if, if rap music was trying to take over or not. So, R&B pretty much, you know, say, you know, uh, uh, still rising high, still keep things steep rolling, straight up. So, with that being said, make sure you guys follow R&B Sofa TV on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Check out a podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio. So, on that note, I'm about you. Peace. <laughs>